Fantasy on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Welcome, you're listening to DC on CW, Supergirl edition on Rain Man Digital. If you're listening from your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rain Man Digital app. It's available in the iTunes, App Store, and Google Play. Simply search Rain Man Digital. Alright, so today, you will listen to us as we break down and discuss (laughs) Supergirl Season 3, Episode 13, Both Sides Now. Uh, the DEO and Supergirl attempt to capture the second world killer, Purity. As always, I'm your host, Lauren. I've got Nicole. What's up? And Bob. Hello, hello. We're going to talk about this world killer shit. So as we get into this, let's talk about some news. We've got one article from BuddyTV.com. Uh, three crazy theories about the third world killer on Supergirl. Um, this is a little weird. Before we get into this, do you guys have any theories? No. Good talk. I, I like, wanted, go team. No. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I don't, I don't think I do. See, if they would have left Purity for the last one, I would have almost, like, thought it would have been good to be Ruby. Mm. Where, you know, she's mm. kind of a half a world killer or whatever. Mm. It's in her. She could end up being the third one. It would have worked for the purity name. Eh. <laughs> We're like, eh. eh. I don't know. I mean, that could be, that could have been a good way to go, but then how the hell are they going to save Sam? Yeah, I don't know. I They're going to world kill together as a happy family. Well, I don't know. All right. Do you uh, have any theories? <clears throat> I don't at all. It, None. Does it yeah. have to be somebody... Related to what we're seeing already. Somebody we already know. You know, it doesn't. And that's the the thing. That's the weird thing about theories and stuff is uh, (laughs) it really doesn't have to be someone we've already seen. It could be someone new entirely. But it is kind of fun to speculate when when we, we have two of the three and the third is a mystery and we don't know anything. We have no leads. So, you know, it's probably someone totally different. But it really could be anyone. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but Buddy TV has got three crazy theories. Crazy and wacky theories. <laughs> oh my god. It's so wacky. Uh, the first one is Imra, Saturn Girl. Uh, they're saying that, you know, this episode did more than move the ball forward on the world killer storyline by, you know, finding purity and stuff like that. But it also set up the possibility that Monel and Imra's marriage is going to dissolve pretty soon. So Supergirl could advance that potential breakup even further by revealing that Imra is the third of these world killers. Uh, that just seems like a jealousy play. Yeah, I think that's that's <laughs> hey, a bit what? of a stretch. She's a world killer. Take me back. 
Yeah. yeah. I think that's a bit of a stretch. You know what I heard? He likes to kill worlds. <laughs> I heard she likes to kill worlds. <laughs> that pestilence. No, I don't know. I, I don't I don't really foresee that happening. She would have had to be thrown into a different time. That that adds a whole nother level of weird wormhole crap that <laughs> would just convolute the story, I think. Uh, yeah, that's a whole nother level of you better explain that bullshit well. Well, how'd you get to the 30th <laughs> century? Well, same way Monel did, just way earlier. Like, no, come on. I, I don't know. That seems that seems like it's more complicated storytelling than is necessary to tell a good, compelling story. That seems overcomplicated for TV, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. So the second one is Kara. <laughs> And they admit that it's a bit of a long shot because, yeah, um, they, they've they established that while world killers come from Krypton, they're a lot different than Kryptonians. Their powers don't come from the same source. Uh, Kara definitely gets her powers from the Yellow Sun, yet there are some subtle bits of evidence that suggest that Kara could have a world killer lurking inside of her. Mm. <sighs> no, that literally <laughs> goes against everything in the show. Um yeah, all the world killer uh, powers, but all the Kryptonian faults. Well, let's hear let's hear their argument. Okay, so uh, Thomas Coville was convinced that the only way Kara could have defeated Rain was to take her place. Then there's the fact that when Sam was first transitioning to Rain, she kept receiving disturbing <laughs> visions of Kara's mother, Allura. Uh, Supergirl has yet to reveal what the meaning behind those visions. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh, um, right. Thanks. <laughs> hmm. uh, Supergirl oh, has yet to it reveal. Makes more sense now. <laughs> Wait a second. Um, has yet to reveal the meaning behind those visions. Uh, so far, Allura has almost nothing to do with the world killer mythology. Allura has enough established history with shaky morality that she could be involved with the world killers and might have even experimented on her own daughter. There's also the mystery of knowing that Kara survived according to the Legion's understanding of the future, but the world killers weren't defeated. Maybe that's because in the Legion's version of history, Kara joined the world killers. It's hard to ignore the fact that Kara fighting against an evil version of herself would fit well into um, Supergirl season three's overall narrative. Kara has been trying to balance her human and alien lives all season, and it would be interesting an interesting wrinkle to add an even darker legacy as a world killer to all of that turmoil. Now, I think they put together a couple compelling arguments, a couple compelling facts for this. However, I disagree with that last part. Um, I think... Her trying to balance her human and alien lives and, and those parts of herself and the, the good and bad and, and whatever, that's all been preparation for her to realize what she needs to do with the world killers as evidenced by the end of this episode where she says, you know, what if we don't need to beat them? What if we need to save them? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't think that Kara will end up being a world killer. He did bring up good points, though, that we all forgot yeah. because, yeah. you know, and we will really forget. After and I, this break. And I also oh, yeah, think, definitely. yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I also think that um, their point of, of saying like, you know, maybe the world killers weren't defeated because, you know, they um, like in that version of history, like they weren't defeated. Well, yeah, it looks like they're not going to try and beat them. They're going to try and save them. So they're they're not defeated per se. They're they're um, kind of given a, a renewed lease on life to to be the good people that they truly are. So I don't know. All right, the last one is Lena. That'd be interesting. Eh, yeah. So is that that one's too obvious, right? Yeah. Yeah. It does seem a little too obvious. 
All right. So uh, there are solid arguments to be made for Kara and Imra suddenly awakening to some world killer destiny. However, the cases for both ladies does pale in comparison to the one that can be made for Lena. The previous two world killers have a couple similarities. Both Sam and Julia believe themselves to be average people adopted by their families, but otherwise unremarkable. The only human character in Supergirl who has been adopted and has a dark history of uh, history of dark behavior is Lena. Lillian did explain in season two that Lena's place in the Luther family isn't completely due to adoption. According to Lillian, Lena is the product of Lionel Luther's affair with an unknown woman, but that could easily be a story. Lillian and presumably Lionel Luther are hardly the most reliable source of it, sources of information. It wouldn't be much of a stretch to believe that Lena's origin story is very similar to Sam's in that she was found by Lionel who claimed her as her biological daughter, uh, as his biological daughter. Supergirl has for a long time been positioning Lena for some dark side arc. While it seems like that turn to evil will come of her own free will, it could also come about against her will like Sam's turn to reign. This way, Supergirl keeps Lena's morality intact, but also has a chance to explore her as a villain in a relatively harmless way. That's a fair point. I don't necessarily think that Supergirl has been doing all this stuff with Lena, like specifically for a dark side arc. They've been leaving it as a possibility. It seems like they're, they're, they don't want to take that card off the table entirely. So they, they do these little bits of uh, character development where, you know, she struggles with her with her darkness inside of her and her family heritage and whatever else. So, but that's a, that's a compelling argument. They could explore her as a villain without it actually being Lena. So we're going through, I'm going through some of the comments at the bottom. Yeah. Well, one one of them says that in season two, the Luther episode, she's able to open up with Luther DNA because she's a Luther. So kind of, Goes against that whole Lionel, yeah, not being her dad. It also Unless could they just forgot about that. <clears throat> yeah, like, oh, J.K. <laughs> She's not. I mean, it also could be that you know um, Lex had their DNA on file as well, and she was recognized in the computer as Lena Luther. Like everybody in the family, whether yeah, I could see that. There, yeah. there are ways around that. That is a good point, and that's an astute observation, Briar Rose seventy seven. But, um, <laughs> but I mean, there, there is definitely a way around that a little bit. Um, I don't necessarily think that it's Lena, but I will say, if we're gonna jump down this rabbit hole with Buddy TV on this for a second, um. There is, you know, the end of this episode where Lena says, I know what's wrong with you to Sam. And she says, I'm going to, I'm going to help you. I'm going to fix you. I'm going to help you get better. I know what's wrong with you, which at this point, we don't know exactly what she means. That, that's a better argument. Because she did say, hey, there, there are some times when you were gone that coincide that I need to talk to you about. Like there, there's, there's things that kind of corroborate there that I need to talk to you about, mm-hmm. which, you know. Probably, hey, I think you're Rain. Um, yeah. <laughs> Addie, bring that up to a friend. Hey, listen. So, uh, Lauren, <sighs> um, yeah, like when you miss shows, like the building burns down and all this other stuff, <laughs> like what are you exactly doing? Like are you um, maybe, like this looks like you with a mask on. Are you, like are you maybe, could you maybe be, do you think maybe you could be a supervillain? 
Maybe just like I mean, like totally I would just be crazy, over here just, right? Like, throwing but... shit at you to check your reflexes, <laughs> right? And stuff. Be like, how how am I gonna figure this out? <laughs> I don't want to make her mad because I don't want to die. <laughs> okay, <laughs> how do we run this balance here? Of like, yeah, I don't want to die, but also like maybe consider the fact that you're a super villain. Hey, Ryan, come Question in for Supergirl. Part? Piss off. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I can watch. Make him the martyr. Perfect. All right, let's move on. Um, we've got another little bit of news. Superman homepage is uh, letting everybody know that Supergirl returns in nine weeks. Uh, this episode was the last new episode to air on the CW for the next couple of months. And I completely second Nicole's little, little disgruntled <laughs> sigh of exasperation over there. All they had to do was not touch people. Listen, Kreisberg, all you had to do. <laughs> you had one job. One job. You had one job. Well, and that was like two jobs. No, you had a show to run and that was it. Like yeah. run that, the show. Keep your hands to yourself and your penis. Yeah. <laughs> no, nowhere in showrunner did it say grab everybody on your Grabber. staff. <laughs> you were not showrunner slash groper. You were not showrunner slash harasser. You were just showrunner. That was your one job. What if that was on his card? <laughs> showrunner slash groper you guys knew what you're hiring away from that guy on my resume <laughs> uh, yeah, honestly dude for real keep keep your wiener and keep your peen and your mouth and your hands to yourself yeah don't and talk your, to anybody and your butt like That's right i don't know yeah we don't know what you did just, <laughs> i don't know should have just stopped just keep it all to yourself oh, <laughs> physically Dude, no, Mike just scared the shit out of me. Mike just came in the studio to uh, sexually harass Bob <laughs> he snuck up on him he's trying to don't Christberg me don't Christberg me I mean <sighs> we get to suffer the consequences all of us as viewers of Supergirl um, all is not lost however because Legends of Tomorrow is now taking over the Monday at 8pm time slot while Supergirl takes a break for nine weeks, uh, Supergirl will end its season three run of episodes starting again on Monday, April 16th and run continuously right through to Monday, June 18th, when the season finale will air, totally screwing up all of the plans that I had for the entire like first three weeks of June. Thanks, no Kreisberg. No kidding. Seriously, I have like family stuff to do and I'm things. I'm going to be in and- Ireland the first two weeks of freaking June. So uh, have fun running the show without me, guys. Sorry. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm going to be gone the first two weeks of June. So this is going to be a fun time. We're going to oh, have no. to rearrange our recording <laughs> schedule. It's going to be a good time. Uh, we'll figure it out, guys. Don't worry. We're not going to we'll let just, you down. We'll one, one man Skype. show. You're just going to listen to me talk for it's, an hour. It's just going to be Bob. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I wonder what Lena was doing I'll, in that I'll back just be room up over there. Way early oh. in Ireland or something we'll figure we'll it out guys in. we're all in this together yes. all of you all of us we're in this together and it's we're gonna figure this everybody's out everybody's plans it's listen it's we're all suffering here <laughs> we're, we're all the uh much much more minor victims of Christ's <laughs> i'm getting in on that doings. lawsuit <laughs> Uh, we we are not the same level of victim. We we are not. He, we had no contact with him. <laughs> that shit's much more severe. Sorry to everyone there. <clears throat> However, we're all suffering because of that douche. What a douche. All right. So, um, yeah, we finally have a schedule, though. So that's good news at the very least. 
We have an idea because before we just had no idea when the show was going to come back. It was just like a break. Yeah. And and when it was going to end. Now we have a date for this finale, which is good. We can work with that. Thank you. (laughs) All right. So let's take a quick break and then we'll get right on into this good, good episode. Trying to listen to this guy. He gives a hell of a speech. DC on CW. We'll be right back. This is Star Wars from the Butter Tank Exclusive. Basically, the headline is Mark Hamill responds after Stormy Daniels slams Star Wars The Last Jedi as the worst movie ever. Oh, wait, wait a second. Stormy Daniels hated The Last Jedi? Yeah, apparently. So apparently uh, Stormy Daniels is uh, casting a dark cloud over the new Star Wars movie. Hmm. The last Why can't uh, she cast her giant bosoms? <laughs> <laughs> over all of all us. Of, all of us. Those yeah. are no moons. <laughs> but it is a cave. Very deep cave. Or there's Minoc in that cave. <laughs> <laughs> this is not this. <laughs> Fuck you, Rian Johnson. Oh. She tweeted after the movie premiered in December. Aggressive. She oh, also called it the worst movie ever while replying to a fan. But Luke Skywalker actor Mark Hamill hmm. decided to get in on the fun as well, retweeting Johnson's post with the caption, another satisfied customer. <laughs> if you read his tweet, he says another satisfied customer, and then he puts a kissy emoji on it. <laughs> Why isn't there like a dick sucking emoji? <laughs> <laughs> Excitingly good time. Also, if you've missed our last show, well, you can also find us on your Stitcher app. Search back to take. That is to your favorites. Thank you, and we will see you very soon. Did you know that Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service? That's right. Besides the weekly free broadcasts, Rain Man Digital now offers a premium service. And when you pledge to our Patreon page, you automatically become a subscriber. So it's easy. The premium service includes video content plus additional exclusive shows like Star Trek from the Holodeck, Comic Book Chaos, DC on CW bonus shows, which are very relevant to what you're listening to right now. So you should maybe consider that. Mm Mm-hmm. Supernatural, The Crossroads, and more. So head over to patreon.com slash Digital and sign up today. Hey, ass butt. I thought it was like violent confrontation. It sounds like daytime television. It does sound it does. like it's, Yeah, it does. A little bit. It's like Castillo, The Bold and the Beautiful. It's like... Maybe that's the spinoff. Uh, oh. Daytime television, here uh, we come. God, no. Don't, Gonna give don't Ellen, Ellen a run that. for her money. Do not say that. That'd be funny. I'd, I'd watch it. All overexposed video look. Uh, like soft lighting and dramatic shots. That's sheer talent there. Oh, yeah. Sheer talent. 
didn't, hey, wait a second. Didn't uh, Jared get his start on daytime television? Yeah, his, I think he did. His, his start. Yeah. Yeah. And they quickly left that behind. Yeah. When, when, they, when they realized he was too good for them. They're like, why like, is this oh, guy here? Shit, this guy's way too good yeah, to be why on is this, this show. Guy here? Yeah, I want him off the show. He hey, can actually act. Hey, he's can making we get me look him out bad. of here, please? This guy's tall and he's good looking and he's a really good actor. Get him the fuck out of here. This is shit. As one of the other actors. Yeah. Hurry up, because I have a porn to shoot after this. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to do anal after this. Can you hurry up? Don't worry. we got to change the set over. You'll have time. Yeah. I need my fluffer in here. The hell? I'm here. Oh. <laughs> Don't miss Supernatural Crossroads every week on Rain Man Digital. Go to SupernaturalTheCrossroads.com. For more information. You're listening to Rain Man Digital DC on CW. All right, guys, we are back. Let's talk about Supergirl Season 3, Episode 13, Both Sides Now. Directed by Jesse Warren and written by Jessica Queller and Paula Yu. Um, all right, so, uh, hey, remember how Alex can be super angry also? And she kind of hulks out a little bit because that happened this episode. Uh, <laughs> I missed that. <laughs> um, the DEA was finally getting proactive in their world killer hunting. Finally. And uh, they start out the episode going to kick the door down on Julia Freeman. So let's talk about this. Um, so... They, the DEO comes to Julia Freeman's house. They've got like a whole SWAT style team and they just bust in her door and like <sighs> Alex handled this very poorly, I think. <laughs> it was a bad start for the episode. For bad, me. bad, bad move, Alex. Because Alex just immediately is just like, no, she's a killer and like, that's it. Uh, we gotta, we gotta get her. And of course, Supergirl, and it's the whole episode that this is happening, you know, and Supergirl is just like, no, no, no. Like, let me try and be the the mediator, you know, let me try and be the uh, the the negotiator here and, and kind of let this go down in a chill way as least amount of destruction and I don't know, terror as possible. <laughs> um, and it ends up kind of activating purity, you know. Like, Julia's scared and she's freaked out, but they could have diffused the situation a bit. Um, and then, you know, Purity awakens and comes out to play and, <laughs> you know, shit hits the fan a little bit. Not entirely. They get her. It's pretty easy. They're fine. But, you know. It, eh. Right? There was only one person to blame for all that. Was, that. Yeah. It was Alex. Thanks, Alex. Why are you fueling the fire? Why are you doing this? Stop it. Chill out. Chill out, lady. It, clearly, she hasn't learned her lesson that anger doesn't really work 99 percent of the time um i'm glad to see they're still using those sweet sweet power dampening uh handcuffs though yeah yeah those seem to work really well i mean (sighs) all right so this whole episode we've got this dichotomy of alex and kara and kara's ability to be hopeful no matter what um and I mean, it's everything that we talk about Supergirl being. You know, she's she is hope when it comes down to it. She's that beacon of hope for the world. She is there to remind people to be hopeful and to see the best in themselves because that's what she sees. Um, and Alex is usually 
pretty damn supportive of that and pretty, pretty uh, open to that, you know, and and that's something that she praises Kara for most of the time. But this episode, Alex is just on one and she's tearing Kara down for it and doesn't want to listen to Kara. She's treating her like a child. She's dismissing her like her little child sister who doesn't know what she's talking about and is totally amateur and has never dealt with criminals before. That that whole, yeah, I will let you do it, but we know it's going to be wrong. But just yeah. go ahead, do it. Yeah, go ahead, so try. Condescending. God, I was so pissed off at her this episode because of that. It, and it was weird because it just, it seemed like for me at least, and you guys tell me if you felt the same way, it came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it did. Out of left field. Yeah, you're mm. just like, what, what, like, it was almost to the point where I was like, did I fall asleep through something last week that pissed her off? Yeah, did I miss something? Like, yeah, something happened because, one, her leg's been better real quick, <laughs> but that's another thing. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, that's right. Well, I think it was just, I think it <laughs> healed real fast. Yeah. But but there there she was just angry and like, is this about the passport? Because that's all I got out of it. It was like yeah. that's the only thing I can remember kind of setting her off. Well, I think she's been dwelling on it. I think she's been like stewing in that for a while, and it's starting to really bother her. Um, and and she does kind of give us some closure on that towards the end of the episode, where she's like, you know, I've just been. I thought it was going to get better. And I think that's that's what the actual issue was, is like, you know, I thought I was supposed to get better and I thought it was supposed to go away. But the second that Maggie pops back up, it dredges everything up. And all of a sudden I feel like shit again because I'm not as better as I thought I should be. And and that's all good and well, but it was an aggressive and extreme jump from hey, I'm babysitting Ruby and we're going to have some fun and tackle some bullies and deal with that. And to all of a sudden, Roid Rage. Hope is going to get everyone killed. I'm sorry, what, Alex? Where where the hell did this come from? Mm-hmm. It wasn't a progression at all. It was. I will say that was an odd choice. I feel like they cut something out, um, potentially. Some trigger moment. Yeah. Or, or some conversation of just like, you know, hey, Alex, you seem a little irritable lately. Because she was like kind of angry with Julia at the beginning of the episode. And then they went back to the DEO and she was just like, yeah, win, get your wings and blah, blah, blah. We're going to hang out. We're going to tackle this mystery of this crystal and stuff. And then, oh, hey, Kara, you do seem a little odd. Like, what's happening? She, n- normal Alex. She didn't seem irritable. She didn't seem anything you know and then all of a sudden they go to talk to julia and just mad just you know she just like freaking holds out the whole time so let's let's think about this if it was cut differently do you think the anger would have been right like if she would have brought up the whole you've had the best thing in your life you've lost it you know that whole speech if that, that had if that had been a trigger for her it would have made more sense like if they would have cut yeah. that scene first before mm-hmm. she started being just like uh-huh. mm-hmm. miss angry pants yeah i think i think it was just a weird choice this week of how they presented this issue for alex the the way that they cut it the way that they where they chose to to lay things in there it was it was odd it felt a little out of place. It felt like they cut a scene or something. They cut some sort of trigger moment for her is how it felt. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, it's just, I don't, I don't know. 
Kara did what she always does, and she's standing her ground a lot more, too, which is nice. She's not standing her ground angrily, but, like, confidently. She's, uh, I, I'm seeing a lot less of Kara's, you know, temper coming out from insecurity, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling like she, it, it, it's good. I feel good about Supergirl's confidence and, and her, you know, confidence in herself to, to do the right thing, to see... Th- what's there in people she's not questioning whether she sees something good she's saying no i know it's there i know myself i know people you know i do this all the time i can read people i can see when there's something more in there you don't need to dismiss me like this so this is totally uh, off topic okay but i was just thinking back about the scene is her hair lighter or is her skin darker her skin looked no okay so I you think know what i'm talking about though. she looked more blonde this episode okay it, it was one of those things i was like i shouldn't like <clears throat> she's always hot but i was just like i'm like looking at her i'm like something's different i'm like is her hair blonder or is her skin darker it could have been either or but her hair looked blonder this episode which in turn would make her skin seem a little more tan okay the lighter your hair the more your skin tone seems to kind of I'm like, like clear, so I never, I don't know. Well, I mean, like I, by comparison, I would look really, really pale with dark hair. And mm-hmm. I'm, I still obviously like look pale all the time, but I have really like white platinum hair. So I look less pale by comparison. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. <clears throat> that contrast. No, I mean, you know, whatever. It's worth, hey. it's worth talking about, I guess, you know? It, 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 it was one of those things I was looking at. And I was like, hmm. I did notice she looked a little more blonde this episode, okay. especially in the front of her hair. There were yeah. like a few strands in the front that looked a little more blonde. Yeah, you at, I think are you looking at pictures, Nicole? Yes. <laughs> yeah, she's like literally sitting here looking at pictures of Supergirl like, oh, let's compare. Um, but, you know, Ara consistently this episode is is representing the the humanity aspect of everything. She's trying to hand over a full dose of member berries to Alex saying, you know, hey, the sister that I know would believe in this and wouldn't be so cold and cynical. You know, yeah, I'm hopeful, but being hopeful has saved a ton of lives. Like, wh- what is new right now? Yeah. Um, And Alex is just egging not only her, but kind of everybody on. Just like, yeah, yeah, what? Hmm. Like, she's just posturing this whole time. We're wasting time. Yeah. There's just like... <laughs> Okay, like what's going on? Listen, bitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like it's not like you figured out the crystal already and you're, yeah. right. you know, that's still going on. So you obviously haven't what wasted did, enough time. What did she say about the, the government agencies that were going to fight to dissect her and stuff? Like, yeah, dissect what? purity and that you, no matter what, you're no god, yeah. you're just skin and bones. Yeah, that was... Oh. That, like, was, that was interesting. That's, yeah, it was like <laughs> maybe you're the third world killer. What's wrong with you? Yeah, right? there's our theory. <laughs> Alex is literally like egging everyone on. She's egging Purity on for sure. Every time they go to interrogate her, she's egging Kara on. Like, yeah, go ahead, try it. Your idea is not going to work. Mine is. You're just going to suck. She, yeah, you're going to fail. Just on one this episode. What a butthole. <laughs> go do something else. <laughs> Giant butthole. <laughs> Alex, go eat a sandwich or something. Are you hangry? What's happening? <laughs> go science stuff. You're not you and you're hungry. Go. Have a Snickers. Go do science. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kara, like, Kara tries to call her out, but, like, honestly, it wasn't clear what Alex's issue 
was until the end of the episode, you know, until Purity called her out and stuff. It, it just... Uh. I, I, th- I think it was a mixture of that and probably um, her fear of the world killer, especially Purity, after what she's seen from Rain. So I think it was a mixture of, like, her thing with Maggie and her feelings and all the feels over there, plus this fear of what three world killers getting together could do. And we've already found a second one. Let's try to, like, wash this out before it gets any worse. Yeah, and then... that's what it was, but they just didn't explain it very well. And then the... uh, Yeah, yeah, see? And then the, the fact that Purity just... Bruce with her and just keeps going and going she like, was, hey. She was damn good at that. I can <gasps> see inside you. Yeah. I can see in your soul. She was super smug the whole time. Calling her out. She she must be really be able to see into people <laughs> because mm. she straight up is just like, yeah, Alex Danvers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, you threw away your one chance for happiness and like this and that and like the loneliness. Like, yeah, okay. It could have been some like general bullshit. But it was really specific. It was really spot on. So it makes me wonder if she could see into, like, read into Kara that well. There was a lot of Maggie stuff this episode relating Mm -hmm. to Alex. Do you think we're going to see her again? I feel like there's a chance, especially if she keeps bringing it back up, that she's going to break one day and just contact her. I think there's a chance, but I, I'm, I think and I'm hoping that if we see Maggie again, it's going to be for closure. Yeah. I'd rather it that, especially if they're with the potential of Monel possibly coming back. It, it would just be too cliche for both of them to. Just kidding. Back. All of our relationships are yeah, going to work out the in the end. season finale, it's like... Everyone gets back together and the then they s- both get married at the same time. <laughs> the se- oh. <laughs> what a call out. Damn, that was <laughs> savage, Nicole. I was salty. Flash <laughs> <laughs> an arrow. <laughs> Looking at you, Oliver. Yeah. Hey, you guys were going to get married. I kind of also wanted to. Can I crash your marriage? Can we do that too? Can, can we share? Can we share anniversaries? We, share anniversaries? we, should, we should just do this right now. I mean, I know you guys have been planning this for like a year, but I'm going to just do this. I'm going I'm to do this now. <laughs> I've always liked this thing. Let me steal your moment. What a dick. <laughs> All right. Um, Still salty. So can we talk about how Purity is like Black Siren or Black Canary? On Thank that you. note. Thank you. Because that scream was literally a canary cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got the effects. We know how to use it. Let's just do this. Like what? I, I liked her uh, her little vibrations more, yeah. you know, than the... That was the best canary cry you done ever heard. <laughs> um, so good. You gotta yeah. warn people before you do that just so they can take off their headphones. <laughs> too powerful. <laughs> just don't want to get sued for busted eardrums. Uh, yeah, it's too powerful for any human ear to, to properly. You guys just don't know how high that or loud that was. <laughs> we put a we put a pretty big gate on my microphone. Uh, no one's gonna even know what I'm talking about. Anyway, so. <laughs> Uh, all right. So meanwhile, Sam finally gets a day off of, you know, a day off that's not her disappearing and being Rain. Rain gets all the days off. Sam gets a day off this time. So, uh, well, sort of. Yeah, right. That's, that's she gets how a day off until she doesn't. That's how it's intended anyway. Lena comes in and, and says, hey, listen, you're not working. You're going to go home. You're going to relax. 
I'm going to work. I'm going to handle all this stuff. And Sam gets real fucking offensive or defensive about this. She gets real offended. Um, and, and Lena seems to be getting back to her, you know, badass roots of like, hey, I can run like three companies at once without breaking a sweat. In this fur coat. In this fur coat <laughs> and a pair of stiletto heels. And Meanwhile, you having a blackout, so. Yeah. <sighs> the only blackout I have is Jimmy. God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> I don't know what that means. It just sounded good. I don't know what it means either, but I have an idea of what it could mean. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Sam goes to pick up Ruby and says, you know, hey, let's let's play hooky from school. Let's go ice skating. And lo and behold, of course, some shit goes down. Purity escapes and that crystal is activated and rain is activated again. And Ruby is left alone at the ice skating ring. Let's race, mom. Did ah, I win? Did I win? Oh, where'd you go? Mm. How freaking sad. <laughs> I would be devastated if one of my parents just disappeared and left me at like some public place by myself. Like I turn around and they're just gone. I would either think like my dad was an alcoholic or a druggie. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, did he just like leave the score? Like, what's going on right now? Yeah. But she's a smart kid. She didn't just sit there, like, wander off or try to find her. <laughs> she called someone. I mean, she's, what, Watch out, kid. 12? Like, she's got to be smart enough to know, like, janitor's no, closed. someone come pick me up. The janitor's yeah. sweeping. Um, we're closing down. Gotta, you just waiting to for go. my mom. Just, just waiting for her to come back. Thank God she didn't do that. Yeah, that would have been dumb. I'm glad Ruby's not an obnoxious child character. She's not, like, how Oliver's son was first presented. Where's the bad man? The bad man's here. God. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad acting. Mm -hmm. I know he was a kid, but like that was bad writing for a kid. Um, yeah, he's only going to read what you put on the paper. Yeah, right. <clears throat> so uh, Lena, of course, saves the day, promises to find an answer for Ruby, finds out that Ruby knows that her mom's having these weird lapses in memory and time. Um, and offers up a little more info to Lena about when this has happened. Shit that, you know, Sam didn't disclose to people before. She she told Alex, I think, but not Lena. Um and yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Like I are we getting close to people finding out that she's a world killer? I hope because I'm ready for all that drama. Yeah. I'm ready. But I have to wait at least nine weeks. Nine weeks. <laughs> yeah. So the the question is, will, like, Lena tell other people? My God, she's or gotta. Sure as hell hope so. Or is this going to be everybody, like, Alex has the secret? You know, Or Lena is going to be like, I can do this. I'm strong enough. I can handle this, too, on top of running three, three companies. Yeah. Yeah. I hope not. I hope Run she back tells... to her mom or something. We yeah. got we got some cool info on like how Lena and Sam first met, which is um, which is cool because they seemed a little bit close uh, when when Sam first started running L Corp. Um, they seemed like oddly familiar and oddly close, you know. But they never really touched on you know 
anything about that other than just like, you're a badass lady that I hired and I'm very friendly. So we're going to be friendly. Like, they, you know, that's kind of what they left it at. And we Mm -hmm. got some info this episode about how Lena was actually taking over. They acquired Sam's company that she worked at. And she was like the senior VP there. And like she, you know, was working late, this and that. And and clearly showed a very strong work ethic. Um, And that's why she got promoted the way she did. That's why she's the CEO of of the acting CEO of L Corp and stuff. You know, that's that's good little bits of info to have yeah it, it just shows again that they didn't just pull this character out of nowhere that there's yeah. some kind of admiration by lena for her yeah she didn't just apply for a job you know because it seemed like uh she just applied for a job and just got it and there was no talk about what she used yeah. to do or anything like that and i was like all right you know that you suspend disbelief for a while and three and a half days later they're best friends yeah <laughs> Yeah. But it turns out there's a little bit of a history there and a reason why she's in that job now, which makes sense. And I feel more it, it feels more reasonable that they got as close as they did as fast as they did, because there is a certain level of respect there. Um, let's talk about the end of the episode. Lena is talking to Sam. Sam comes to you know the office and. You know, says, hey, how's Ruby? What's going on? Like, everything's good. We're 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 good. Uh, and Lena reassures her and then starts talking about how um, Ruby knows. Ruby knows what's going on to an extent. She knows there's something wrong. She doesn't know what's happening, but she knows something's not right with her mom. And she's witnessing these moments of her saying like, hey, I'm going to go somewhere and something wonderful is going to happen and everything's going to be great when I come back. And then she comes back and I didn't go anywhere. What are you talking about? She's not stupid. She's going to, you know, remember that vividly. Um. Sam's freak out on Lena for like saying, hey, you know, we're we're going to find out what's wrong. Like, we don't know what's happening, but we're going to find out what's wrong was totally unwarranted. Like, I know she's freaking out about her own stuff. I, she's very much freaking out, thinking she has some sort of disease. And but it was like a weird mixing and melding of Rain and Sam's personalities. Yeah. Because Rain has no horse in that race. She she doesn't care about Ruby. She has no investment in that whatsoever. It's Sam that does. Mm-hmm. So for Rain to kind of pop out and say, that was not your place. How dare you? Nobody makes decisions for my family but me. Um, that was weird. That was a weird moment this episode. And kind of confusing and a little bit concerning because that brings up the question of, you know, is that line between... Sam and Rain always going to be there. You know, is that line going to blur? Are both sides going to sort of blur and blend into each other and become one at some point? Is it possible that maybe Kara can't save her? We're going to have that whole, like, who am I talking to now? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was a cool way to, like, kind of expose her without, like, just, like, Saying it, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it made perfect sense. And, you know, Lena witnesses this and she sees that flash in her eyes and knows that Sam didn't mean those things that she said, or at least not the way that she said them and with the intensity and anger with which she said them. Did you just black out? Yeah. <laughs> so, dun, dun, dun. 
what the fuck does Lena know? Lena says she knows what's wrong with her. You know, I mean, what what does she know? She brought up, we we talked about it briefly. She brought up, you know, hey, I wanted to talk to you about some of the dates that you had blackouts that coincide with some other stuff I wanted to ask you about. So that's the big question. Does um, she have suspicions that Sam is Rain? Um, it could be that or um, maybe she thinks she knows and it could be um, she's assuming that it's multiple personality disorder. Or some sort of meta thing. Yeah, something her, like that. Her eyes flashed red. Yeah, she did. If she saw that, then yeah. maybe. But she could also be like, oh, it's disorder or whatever it is. Because um, you think uh, with the movie Split. Yeah. They don't, he doesn't remember what he said as this other well, personality. Well, right. Yeah. So she could be like, oh, it's just this. It could be. And then they find out that the other personality is Rain. <laughs> Or we find out that there's something like a Lex vault. Yeah. That they, that they know. Yeah. It could be so many things. But I hope Lena talks to Alex and Kara soon. I don't know. Oh, no. We'll find out in nine plus weeks. <laughs> we'll find out in yeah, salty. at least nine weeks. Hey, so in the meantime, though, during those nine weeks, there's a whole other show you could be watching. What show is that? That's Black Lightning, which turns out is pretty good. Yes, it is. Uh, if you like the CW's Black Lightning, or if you want to just know more about it, you know, watch that first episode. Like, take a listen to what we've got going on. Uh, we've got Bob and Mike. They're going to be discussing and analyzing all of the episodes as part of our Patreon exclusive broadcast. DC on CW presents. Uh, it, it's a whole special discussion all about this new series. So if you head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Digital and subscribe to the podcast here, you will receive this plus hours and hours of additional content. $5 a month gets you all kinds of extra stuff. Like, uh, I know we've got a comic book chaos that we did on Supergirl, mm-hmm. and it's actually Supergirl and the, and the Legion, so it's very relevant to this season and this story arc. Um and that, has that been released yet? Yeah, I believe it has. Cool. So there's that. And then we do other DC on CW and other like Batman, like DC related things here and there. There's all sorts of content that you are missing out on if you're not subscribing to our podcast here on Patreon. Just like one coffee a month. Yeah. Yeah. I buy so <laughs> many of those. <laughs> you're like, good point. Uh, stares at coffee cup next to me shiftily. Uh, um... All right, so let's talk this final fight. We've got world killers and the DEO fighting, doing things and stuff. Um, There were a lot of slow-mo throws this episode. Did you notice that? (laughs) That was the effect on sale. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There were a lot of those. A lot of people getting thrown slowly into something across the room and hitting and falling to the floor. Monel got thrown. Supergirl, Supergirl got thrown at least twice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, Alex got thrown, I think. Yeah, you got to throw the people so you can take down the subway. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. Um, the use of the subway station was pretty cool. It reminded me of like Mortal Kombat or something like that when you like break through a stage and fall down to like the next section. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought of. Just need to uppercut somebody into the train. Yeah. <laughs> it reminded me of that. You can do that in Injustice as well. So I guess Injustice would be more specific and, and relevant. We're going back to the roots of it all, though. Same company, Nether Realm, you know, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that was pretty cool. I liked that a lot. I, I liked um, 
been a while since we've had like kind of a bigger fight scene. Yeah. We've had kind of smaller scale stuff recently, which is fine because they've been building story, mm-hmm. which we're now going to have to wait nine weeks to finish. But <laughs> whatever. going to keep bringing this up. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to keep being salty about it. Very salty. <clears throat> um, but it was, I mean, it was, it wasn't a bad episode for effects this week. I don't think I had any particular complaints. Um, I didn't. All of the yeah. vibrations and canary cries looked pretty good. <laughs> They've been perfected yeah. for five years yeah. over on Arrow. They freaking better look good. <laughs> Damn it, CW. Or seven years. Or Deliver the goods. Six. I don't remember. Um, yes. Yeah. I, I, don't, I mean, last week, wasn't there something cheesy that was going on? Something cheesy that we had an issue with? Oh, the car blowing up? Ah, yes. That's... Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Twas the car. No, expl- no mistaken explosions. What I did like about the fight scene is how they kind of like took out some of the stronger characters by like saying, we have to hold up the city. Yeah. Go hold the post real quick. It was just a way so like the f- you're not thinking, well, there's three, you know, Martians overpowering, you know, or aliens that should be able to overpower these two right. world killers. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I got to agree with that. That's a really good way of of distracting characters that could do some real damage. Yeah, like I can save people. Yeah. Hold it up. Yeah. It's like, do we let all these people die or do we let the world killer get away this once? Uh, crap. Um, it's also the most Martian manhunter we've seen in months. Yeah. I know. It was very nice. Very nice to see him. Papa I'm Martian. Back. It also looks like they're doing more of a practical mask on him. Or it's just gotten the look better. I think they've just gotten yeah. the look better. I like it a lot. I, I mean, I love Jean. I love him as a character. He's he's grown into such a good, good Martian Manhunter on this show. I'm stoked. I hope we see a lot more of him in the upcoming fights. Um, I I think we will. I want to hope that we will. I mean, he's got the ability to join in and fight them. I think he should. <laughs> so, yeah. Um so let's get back to Kara's fight for hope and humanity. Um, this whole fight, she's still, she, she starts it out talking to purity saying, you know, Hey, purity, blah, blah, blah. But she then moves on to the angle of like, Hey, uh, Julia, I know you're in there, which in turn actually kind of makes Alex do that as well. Because the second that Supergirl is vulnerable, and and really not looking like she's going to make it out of this fight in all of her pieces. <laughs> Alex changes. You know, she she changes what kind of field she's playing on and goes for Supergirl's go-to tactic, which is, hey, listen, let me reason with you. Let me talk to you. Let me kind of mediate this situation and let me let me try to connect with the good in you. Um, and it works. Hey, go figure. Alex was wrong. Weird. 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 It only took Kara basically getting her freaking back broken. Yeah. Should we talk about that Bane move? Yeah. Yeah. Total Bane move. I was like, oh, oh, shit. (laughs) Oof, boy. Boy, howdy. Um, No way you're handling three of those. (laughs) (laughs) Bad, bad time. Bad time. (laughs) Yeah, like Kara can't face off against three of those crazy ladies by herself. There's no freaking way. No. Not at all. So, 
Um, but yeah, Alex gets through to, to Julia. I, I mean, I honestly, I'm really glad to see that that's how the episode ended up for Alex. Uh, I don't think I could handle another arc of, of Alex has lost all faith in humanity. He doesn't want to be hopeful or give anything positive to the universe. I don't think I could do another arc of that no, I don't this think season. So. No, you know? no. It, it, again, it just it, it came out of nowhere and it just felt so odd. And it, it legitimately by the end, I was hating her. Yeah, I like, you know I was what? like, get off the screen, lady. <laughs> hey, lady. Lady, move on. <laughs> get out of here. You don't got no powers. Move. <laughs> can, can we talk about how Alex doesn't have any powers? And yes, she's a badass and that's great and wonderful. And she has gadgets and gizmos galore. But gadgets um, and gizmos plenty. Yeah. Hey. Well, I was going for alliteration, but you're doing Little Mermaid here. Here yeah. we are. But duh. Um, <laughs> duh. Yeah. So, but like... Am I the only one concerned after she just had her leg like snapped in half that she's coming in and confronting the world killers like face to face right there, like with the super powered aliens? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why are you? You are concerning me. I'm stressed out for you. You're going to get another limb snapped or your back. Where's your. I mean, did you just see what happened to Supergirl? (laughs) Where's your suit? Yeah. What's going on, guys? Why are we doing this? I don't know. Alex is a very capable woman, and I think it says a lot that she goes toe to toe with One aliens. Of these oh. is not like the other. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I think it says a lot about her as a character um, and her capabilities too. She's you know basically Black Widow over here, but um, I'm concerned. Car <laughs> is struggling with this. Monel is struggling with this. Martian Manhunter is struggling with this. Please be okay. Please be careful. Just the fact that the subway station was falling down. She could have got hit with a rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she human. And good thing she was there to escort all the civilians out. But, you know, <laughs> ugh, I'm so concerned. I'm so worried that something's going to happen to her at this point. Um, this gets squashed. Yeah. Like, oops. <laughs> oh, God. But, okay, so Julia... Uh, Alex breaks through to her and Alex kind of regains her senses. She gets back to who she actually is, despite all the breakup angst. And uh, Julia comes back to being Julia. And of course, right after that, Rain pops in and says, hey, sister, yo, what up? Come on, let's go wreck the world and call (laughs) it justice. What you doing? Hey, uh, you up? (laughs) (laughs) Want to go wreck the world? Want to go kill some worlds? And get some I know it's after. 3 a.m., but like we could get some breakfast or something. I don't know. When we're done. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about the actress. So this is the first time we really got a lot of purity. Before, it was just that one little clip of her getting, you know, pushing her friend out of the way. And um, it's always fun to watch these actors on the CW shows, and especially within like this universe swap back and forth between different personalities or different roles playing the same character but from a different universe you know it, it's it's a really cool thing to get to watch and uh she did a really great job i think this week because she she immediately goes from like ha 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 screw all of you i'm going to murder you to uh holy crap what's happening wait 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 don't kill that person let oh, me shit. take her place yeah let me like Alex threw herself to the wolves with rain and was just like, pew, 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 pew. Oh, crap. Oh, and crap. I'm going to die now. Julia, I think, okay, so so we've got this weird um, 
I, I think we're going to see a trend. I think whoever the next world killer is, is also going to be a very good person who is willing to sacrifice herself for others. Um, because it seems to be that there's this really big rift in personalities between the world killer persona and the actual person that the, the human persona that they have. Uh, Sam is a wonderful human being, very caring, very capable, puts her daughter above everything else, really cares about her friends, is is there to help people. She's very kind. Julia seems to be doing the same thing. She is ready to sacrifice her life for other people. She did it for her friend, throwing herself in front of a moving vehicle before she knew she had any powers. Um, and then this week, sacrificing herself for Alex, who she doesn't even know, per se. Now, we don't know. Um, I'm going to point out that we don't know that Julia doesn't have any recollection of what's going on when she's purity. Mm-hmm. We don't know that for sure. That has not been said. She may know what's going on and just not be able to stop it. She might be like lucid for this. You know, she's along for the ride, but someone's controlling her body. Kind of like demon possession in Supernatural, where they yeah. remember all of these things that they did, but it wasn't them doing it and they couldn't get out and they couldn't stop. And it's like a personal hell for them. Firestorm. Yeah. One controls the body, one's in the mind. Um, so I think I think honestly, we're gonna see all these world killers are really good people. And that's gonna be kind of what Kara hones in on when she's trying to save them, is that you know, you're you're a good person. You've done good things with your life. The people in your life care about you, you care about them, you you help them, you put yourself on the line for them, you're willing to sacrifice yourself for others. Um but the the performance of the actress switching, she, let's see, she was good old Julia just singing, having a good time. And then she was mean, jerky purity. And then she was incredibly scared. And then, you know, it, it was it was great, especially in these final moments of seeing the character on screen, both in the subway and then later on in the little fortress of bitchitude. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's... That's a performance that didn't disappoint. Nope. Yeah. That that's like an award winning performance right there. I feel like. A great job. I'm excited to see more of her. Um she is she's becoming a compelling character to me. Yeah. I would really like to know whether she's like lucid and, and conscious and there for what purity is doing. Hopefully um, we'll find out in nine weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and stay tuned in nine weeks and we'll find out. All right, so let's let's finish off the episode with uh, the looming love triangle that we've had. <sighs> Another one. <sighs> well, I hate Monel less this episode. I yeah. So here we are. I'm like, oh, could I go back to Team Monel? Maybe, maybe there's a chance. All right, so this week we got a huge leap forward with that story. Uh, we find out that it's basically an arranged marriage. Which is way different than the vibes that they gave off because, I mean, that makes sense, to be fair. No one's going to walk in and be like, oh, yeah, I totally didn't love her when we first married. I mean, I love her now, but like, don't worry about it. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Yeah, before he got to that part where he was like, eventually we fell in love and grew to care for each other. I was like, um, but what? But don't you love her, though? (laughs) Yeah. And then, you know... She's hot. It, it makes it easy. It makes it very... I'm sure she him was, being hot probably made it easy for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're hot. It's going to make it real easy if they're not a shit person. If you're already friends 
and you already respect each other, and then you do this arranged marriage thing, if you spend enough time together and don't grow to hate each other, you're probably going to grow to love each other instead. It's yeah. going to make it real easy to bang them. Because the, the, <laughs> yeah, the physical side is usually what leads off things. Yeah. In any relationship. Got to be attractive or attracted to the other mm. person. Yeah. You're not- yeah. There's, there's, yeah. Oh, man, your arranged marriage is so hard. You married, like, the hottest girl on earth. (laughs) (laughs) So hard for you. You went from Supergirl to Saturn girl. Oh, shucks. (laughs) I feel so bad for you, man. All right, let's talk about something I do kind of feel a little bit bad about. Uh, Hank's talk about marriage and stuff like that, and he was just like, hey, if you think keeping secrets from your wife is regular hard, uh, imagine being married to a Martian where you literally, like, (laughs) mind meld to bond, and you do that, like, every night, and uh, also you can read minds as a Martian, so... You are not getting if you are a Martian and you're married, you are not getting away with anything. If there if you cheat, if you like, no, you're getting caught. You cannot have secrets. You cannot fuck up as a Martian in a marriage. Like you're you're gonna get caught and you're gonna get screwed. And your wife can probably kick your ass hard. It's gotta be the worst thing to like have that, like somebody being able to read your inner thoughts. Did you think about my sister's butt yesterday? Like you no, no, I didn't. No, I didn't think about your sister's butt. <laughs> like, oh man, it, there's just awful, awful. I, I'm thinking about your sister's butt now, though, that you brought it up. <laughs> that must be what you're thinking of. Is I, I'm thinking about it now. So weird. <laughs> I don't know, but we find out that like Monel is actually having a tough time with this too. Um because he he hasn't been letting on to Kara that's that he's having a tough time with this at all or to Imra because he's just kind of keeping it to himself he's being Monel keeping secrets and doing weird shit but damn it Mon-El. yeah doing Monel things on earth yeah weird mm. uh but honestly you know it's it is relieving to me as a previous fan of his character and now returning to fandom uh, <laughs> slowly but surely yeah he's hooking us again it's it's relieving to find out that he's not just like totally over Kara and everything's fine and like yeah of course I still care about you but like I, look at my hot wife I've upgraded uh, <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> well that's kind of that's kind of how he was coming across am I right like yeah I think that's why we hated him so yeah. much at, at first we were like really <laughs> it was seven years I know it was seven years I'm hard. done yeah, I know this is hard for you, Kara, but like... It was seven years, and she's ridiculously hot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at her. Have you seen her? And Damn. she has an accent. Like, let... Come on. I mean, we'll man. Wait until she gets in her super suit. Ooh. Mm. Boy, that is a sight to see. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it... it it was nice. It was good. It was it was very nice to see Monel kind of break a little bit and say being around Kara is hard. You know, this whole marriage with Imra was to you know join planets together and stop a potential crisis. And and yeah, we have feelings and respect and love for each other now. But you know, we were just friends before, and so we've grown fond of each other in that way. But what I had with Kara was just illogical and, and purely emotional. And it, it was just love. And that's when all us girls went, Oh, 
Well, also kind of like, oh boy, you're in trouble. Yeah, so in trouble. Because <laughs> that is, that's the feelings that you tend to follow, you know? Oh, Those totally. Illogical, irrational. You've already cheated. So yeah. You've already you, cheated. You son of a bitch. You know what you're going to do. Um, and so, you know, Jean gets him to realize that he does need to talk to Imra about this if he actually respects and cherishes her in any way. And I, I love how this show handles human emotions and feelings and conflictions within yourself. I absolutely loved when Jean turns to Monel and says, you're not a criminal for having conflicted feelings. You're not a bad person for being confused or having old feelings come up. It's natural. It's going to happen. Especially if you never got any sort of closure. This this show, above all other CW Arrowverse shows, completely succeeds in tackling human emotion in, in and, I don't know, things that go on in your mind in a way that's like, hey, you're allowed to feel this way. It's okay to be depressed. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to have conflicted feelings about someone that, that's come back into your life, you know, what matters is the actions that you take. You're going to have weird feelings. You're going to have conflicted emotions, weird emotions. You're going to think terrible things sometimes. It doesn't make you a criminal or a bad person. You don't need to be shunned for it. What matters is how you treat people and, and how you handle it and approach it. And I think that's super important. It's not, it doesn't make you a cheater or a criminal to, to have feelings still kind of there for someone else. What matters is how you choose to handle the situation. It was also like a good use of, you know, Hank this week as a character. Absolutely. And something I don't think we would have saw like season one or maybe even part of season two to where he was giving out that fatherly advice. Well, he's he's absolutely turned into that father figure um, kind of for the whole DEO, which is sweet. Because he's been around for centuries, and he's he was married for seventy seven years, I think he said, or yep. seventy years, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He better not die ever, ever, ever. He's so good. All right, so let's talk about this this honest marriage talk. We've got Saturn Girl coming in, and Monel is finally opening up to her and saying, "Hey, yeah, I'm sorry for the way I've been acting. I know we fought because of how I've been, um, and." They talk about this and she goes, I know, I see the way you look. I, I saw the way you were looking at Kara. I know that look because that's how you looked at me when you told me that you loved me for that's the first heartbreaking. time. Ouch. That is that was rough. Ouch. That's that's hard. That's rough. That's Ooh. real. That's ouch. I don't know, man. And, and well, and and she asks him, you know, hey, are are you still in love with her? And he hesitates and thinks about it and says, I don't know. And I think, honestly, that's a fair answer. That's an honest answer. And she tells him that she appreciates his honesty. And, and he says, you know, hey, we'll get through this. I love you. I respect you. And we'll we'll work this out. We will work this out. We'll get through it. Um, and I don't know what that necessarily was going to mean in his mind or or for her. I don't think he knows. I think he just means that he has enough respect for her to, if his feelings shift and he's not invested, he'll be honest and upfront with her instead of dragging her along for some sick ride. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mm -hmm. know. I, I think 
that just means he's going to give her all the respect that he can and, and all the honesty that she can. And she says, hey, um, well, I appreciate your honesty. And that's why I fell in love with you to begin with. But I haven't been so honest. <laughs> on the honesty front. <laughs> on that. that note, this seems like a good time to bring up that we have an entire secret mission that we didn't freaking tell you about. And that's why we're back here on Earth in this time. So wait, they didn't crash? They're there on purpose? Brainy and Saturn girls did this? They've got an entire secret mission they're not telling Monel about. Oh, are they kicking Monel out of the lead? What's happening? What is, what is going on? I'm so frustrated right now. Hey, and guess what? You get to wait nine weeks or more to find out. <laughs> I'm so mad. Uh, guys, I'm so mad right now. Also, if Monel thought they were going to work it out by. Um, potentially going hey we should have a threesome and be the best thing ever yeah that went right out the window real fast real fast i don't i mean i didn't think that was an option that was (laughs) that should be an option (laughs) he he was probably like oh i know how we can work this out and she's like hey by the way we're on a secret mission i didn't tell you he's like whoa bob is i bob i know you're not technically married but like is that an option? Like, is that, that a thing? Is that how people work out their problems if someone's know. interested in someone else? If we both bang them. <laughs> I mean, if you... we both bang them, it's not cheating. Hey. Especially if it's at the same time. I mean, Senator, remember I know that you Amy? basically. <laughs> I remember chasing Amy. Remember? I remember. I remember chasing Amy. You want to have a threesome? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd be the best way oh, to solve shit, it. Oh, shit. That's going to be a drop. I don't want that drop. I um, got nine weeks to pull it. <laughs> okay, so, okay, let's let's speculate. This is our last chance for speculation okay, for on something real, like real totally unique and, and, and new and crazy. Does anyone have any ideas, any theories on what this secret mission is or what it could be or what it might entail? I have a feeling it was just something Monel has to do something bigger. Yeah. And without him being in the present, it wasn't going to happen. So they had to go back in time. Do you think the mission involves Supergirl? Yes. Likely. I bet you they know more than they're letting on about like the the his, the history they do. of it all. They do. Brainy especially. Brainy yeah. knows. So something you, happens and they're trying to fix it. They're Barry Allen the shit. If you Barry. if you subscribe to our Patreon Allen, and listen to the comic book chaos episode that we discuss the uh, the Supergirl trade that Sterling Gates wrote, um, one of many actually, but uh, that particular one is one of the first times in that run that uh, I think it's the first time that Kara goes to the 30th century and meets the Legion and. Uh, Brainy the entire time is trying to prevent her from learning about her future because they know so much because of, you know, the Hall of Supers and all that crap. They know more than they're letting on, especially him. We didn't see him this week. We haven't seen him since. They're trying to redo his makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good job. I hope so. You have nine weeks (laughs) to perfect this. Get it right. Nine weeks, people. Cosplayers can do a better job. All right. Final thoughts. Uh, speculation. We're going into a nine-week break right now. Any <laughs> Anything else that you're hoping to see? I mean, this this was a solid episode all the way around. There were some frustrating Alex things. So let's focus on speculations and, and hopes for when we come back from this nine-week break. Nicole. 
God damn it. Why do I have to start? Because I'm thinking Okay, Bob. <laughs> uh, Bob, go. Well, again, I hope they keep the momentum. I think my biggest worry isn't really about the show. It's about the momentum that's going to be lost in the night of being off. Yeah. Um, so I hope they come back and they got to come back strong. So they got to we'll, come black, back a little flashy. Black. Black. Speaking <laughs> <laughs> of black, there was no James. <laughs> when they come back, they better have like answers to some of these questions. Like right off the bat, you either got to bring up the third world killer right away, or you got to have an answer to this love triangle and why these people are here because it's got to do something to suck the, the viewers or back in. Lena and Rain. Yeah. One yeah. of these things has to have an answer i agree mm-hmm. yeah because i mean you're losing a bunch of momentum that what it had like could you imagine us going into next week at the cliffhanger we just had at the end of this episode they just lost they're losing all that momentum because it's gonna be i hope people remember that all this shit just happened over two months away oh, yeah t- you know nine weeks from now so that sucks <laughs> i mean again it's it's a it's a like a bittersweet episode for me i guess because it was so good and so strong with just like the things, like you said, we love the speculation type thing. I and then we have to wait till forever. Yeah, I watched the end of the episode and I out loud was like, "And there's our cliffhanger! Great, perfect. Oh no, wait, there's another cliffhanger! Perfect, super, super." Um, I honestly, I I gotta agree with you. They have to find some way to keep the momentum. They've got to have some major teases that they offer in the promos that they air to get people back watching the show. Otherwise, they're going to lose viewers because people are going to forget about it. People aren't going to care in nine weeks um, without a big reminder. Yeah. We're Mm -hmm. going to the summer program. Yeah. It's honestly like, yeah, they've got to come back strong with some big stuff. They've got to find a way to write the last part of the season with some major, major momentum and crazy things and wonderful, awesome storytelling and writing and directing and cinematography and fights and everything has to be so good that people can't help but talk about it and watch it for the last remaining weeks. Um, I hope to see an improvement in Brainy's uh, makeup, for sure. Um, (laughs) I hope to see a strong conclusion to the world killer thing. I want to be... Maybe a little bit shocked by some world killer stuff. I I want to no. I I don't know what they're gonna have Mon El's little story arc thing be with the the Legion here, but um, I'm kind of pissed at Saturn Girl right now. You guys are married and you should be communicating with each other. He went out on a limb and decided to do that with you. You're a real jerk right now. You beautiful, beautiful asshole. Uh. <laughs> God, she's pretty. <laughs> she I can't pretty. be mad at that face. I already <laughs> forgive her. Um, forgive me. <laughs> I I think I think honestly, it's going to be something to do with Supergirl, and it's going to split up Mon El and Saturn Girl's marriage. It's going to split up their relationship, and I think that uh, Mon El's going to stay. I think he's going to stay in the past with them or the present. I guess I should say. I I think I think it's going to be some sort of betrayal in some way. They're still good, but, you know, they're going to, it's going to hurt him. That's my, that's my speculation. Nicole, what about you? Uh, yeah, I really, really hope they come back and are hitting the ground running because, like, like we said, um, we have nine weeks to sit here and everyone's going to forget about everything. They are super lucky Game of Thrones isn't back until 2019 <laughs> because otherwise they would just lose everything. Um, 
would be rough to compete oh, with. Oh, that would have been so rough. It, it's not the same night, but like still. Yeah. It's, yeah. Everyone would still be like, oh my God, that Game of Thrones the next day. Yeah. And it's Monday. Um, I really, really want to see who the third word ki- world killer is. So I hope Rude that. Kirer. Rude Kirer. Rude <laughs> Kirer. Uh, <laughs> I really want to see who that is. Um, I want to know their secret mission. What is that about? Does it have to do with the world killers? Does it have to do with Supergirl? Um, is there going to be some crazy ass shit going on where Supergirl has to deal with the world killers and whatever Brainy and Saturn girls secret mission is the hell's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I want some answers. So hopefully they deliver and also agree. Please fix Brainy. (laughs) Just, just spruce him up a little bit. Fix him. Spring cleaning. (laughs) Spring cleaning. There you Uh, go. Okay. So a, a couple Last little things. Uh, if you watch Legends of Tomorrow, of course, that is going to be filling the void of Supergirl, um, at least for us, too. So, you know, if you if you feel like checking that out and you haven't yet, now might be a good time. No, get into it. Uh, and then also, we've got a long way to go before we have before we have Supergirl back. But feel free to reach out to us on our social media. Um, I normally do this at the very, very tail end, but like our Twitter is at DC on CW. Our Facebook.com is Facebook.com slash DC on CW. Our Instagram is <laughs> at DC underscore on underscore CW. It's a mouthful, but honestly, reach out to us, talk to us, let us know what you're speculating about. We've got a lot of time and I would like to not lose momentum on this show. So, you know, talk to us about it. If you've got any theories or thoughts or hopes and dreams. No wet dreams, though, please. And uh, (laughs) with that, that's going to be it for this week's DC on CW Supergirl edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future DC on CW episodes through the Rain Man digital app. And we will see you in nine weeks. How did you do that? I'm Supergirl. You who now?